Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experienced the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222, because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Boys Club tomorrow night at Field. Ball will be in the air at 7 o'clock. Oh, are you going? No, but I might go to the K-State game. I might take my son. Yeah, other fun events to go to. But a Thursday night game, if it starts at 7, it's probably not over till 10.30 at the earliest. Yeah, I mean, that's not that's not in play for me. And then you're not on the road till probably 11. Call yeah. that a locals-only game. Locals-only? Yeah. Probably. Uh, but the K-State game's an 11 o'clock game, and he's got so much sports now. I don't know if he's got anything on that Saturday. But I uh, wouldn't mind that, given, getting him that experience. He's never experienced that. He goes, I've been to a football game. And I go, what football game have you been to? Uh, and I took him when Kerry uh, Davis, friend of the program down the hallway, a coach of Hazelwood Central, oh. played Kirkwood. And... Uh, I said, well, that's that was a wonderful event. Don't yes. get me wrong, but mm-hmm. that's not an SEC game or an NFL game. So I'd like to get him that experience. I recall weeping in the stands when Missouri, wearing all yellow, missed a field goal when I was seven against Notre Dame. You uh, cried about Notre that? Dame. Yeah. <laughs> Why you laugh at my pain, bro? <laughs> I don't know. I was seven. Doug, I can't imagine stuff. crying at a I'm, I'm football sure, game. I'm sure there are some guys who have 5,000 posts on Tiger Board are still crying about Probably. it. Probably. I've never even thought about crying at a football game. I was seven, bro. Okay. Oh, I went to games when I was that young. I didn't cry about it. Yeah, but Missouri, if they would have been wearing all yellow, you probably would have. No, I wouldn't have. They wouldn't have never worn all yellow when I was seven years old. They had old gold pants and black jerseys. Is that Warren Powers or Woody's Wagon, 84? Was, uh, that was probably Warren Powers at that point. Woody came a couple years later. That K-State game is what it's all about. Beat K-State. Beat Memphis, beat Vanderbilt, and then that little Southern Bell comes to town on October seventh. Oh, K State's the pivot, Cajun pivot accent. <laughs> Cajun <laughs> accent. <laughs> I'm pulling for LSU this weekend because I want yeah. them to be as good as possible for that game. Hundred percent. LSU's minus two and a half in Orlando, Doug. If you want to lay any action on, is there a Sunday night game this week, Jackson? Yes, there is. What do we have? Uh, so nine one, we are going to have Central Michigan taking on Michigan State. We'll have Miami of Ohio facing Miami. Fun. Fun, mm-hmm. fun, yeah, fun. Fun with names. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll have Louisville take on Georgia Tech. Uh, wait, these are Saturday. I couldn't beat them. Oh, come on, Jackson. On. There are games. I was thinking, God. Tennessee plays Virginia. That's a Sunday game? Yes. Sunday evening. 
It's Sunday. What am I talking about? What are we doing here? Is this that tough? Can we get this Douglas to me, read the schedule? This makes me concerned about what's on the, the docket for Balloon Party. Hold on. All right. Sunday night, we have LSU Forest State. I'm confirmed Sunday. 9-3 is Sunday. LSU Forest State, Oregon State. Oh, that's on Sunday. Yes, that's 6-30 on Sunday. Ooh, how do you do? I'm no, I'm fine. For that. Uh, and I believe that's the biggest. Northwestern takes on Rutgers, and then Oregon State plays San Jose State, who's already played the game. Lost to USC. USC. Yeah, so those are the three games. Couldn't be sorrier. I went three different dates and I couldn't figure it out. God. LSU, Florida After State. After a very one. questionable half and half yesterday, I'm concerned now about today's. Big bounce back day. Oh, it's a big bounce back day? Big bounce back day. He's still resting on his Vegas laurels. Yes. <laughs> so many laurels. <laughs> yeah, but those, that's the, yeah. Love a nice Sunday night with no NFL. Have you ever truly rested on your laurels? I don't have any laurels to yeah, rest on. Yeah, I mean, on. what the hell? In this industry, what will you resting on? I don't <laughs> Some big fat contract that none of us get? <laughs> right. Like we were Francesa. Like Francesa might have rested on his laurels. I would sure. say that was probably an example of a broadcaster resting on his laurels. Mm-hmm. It's like, open, let's open up the phone lines, and God, I hope we get calls. Right. And, and in New York, he was going to be, he had, what, 12 teams where people could call in about. Yeah, some may say... And I wouldn't say this, but some may say that Al Michaels has begun resting on his laurels. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I is it, is a laurel, is that a, like a wreath or something? Yeah, look at um, Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. In that first game, in the Colt Chief game, um, on NBC, they were promoing the heck out of, I don't know if you watched, Brooklyn Noin Noin. I don't know if you got to watch that <laughs> at all. They've been promoting that. <laughs> yeah, let's go. What's that? Uh, there goes Mike. <laughs> How did he say nine nine? No um, noin? On NBC, they were promoing the heck out of. I don't know if you watched Brooklyn Noin Noin. I don't know if you got to watch that at all. They've been promoting that. I love this pause and like. Yeah, let's go. They're paying me five million a year to put up with this. I'll do it. That's that's sure. that's, that's what he. That's the internel monologue. His therapist You'd told him. Put up with but... anything at five million. Oh, a year. Oh, Absolutely anything. Yeah. All right, let's go. Well, he's right. How long ago was that? If it was Twitter was there, it'd be, I guarantee it'd be a thousand people. Remember when uh, the World Series, they kept whatever playoffs were on TBS and the backdrop was always practical jokers and people went crazy. They were ty- tired of that sign. That was a legitimate gripe. Right. Why'd you poo-poo him and kick him <laughs> off? Oh. I think he was making fun of his accent with the noin noin, if oh. I had to guess. Oh. I thought that's how... New Yorkers talk. That's how my grandma used to talk. I think it's a Gary Delabate, Baba Booey reference. Isn't it, uh, what's the name of that guy who would call in and do the voices? Sour Shoes, I think. Oh, yeah, he would call into Frances all the time. Yeah. That's where it was, from, right? That's where the drop was from. Yeah. Right. Some of the callers he had. Remember Mr. Methane? We just call in and... Mr. Meatvane. Oh, I don't like the name. No, Methane. Oh. He, would, he would just call in and fart. Way more popular. Oh. He would call is it in... as funny as Gilstrap? No, because Gilstrap is faking it. This guy would actually do real farts. Edwin in the Bronx. What's up, Edwin? Edwin. I'm like, on first start calling. Um, I just, um, I stayed all night watching the game. It was a very emotional game. Um, I just want to ask a question. Why so many um, people call baseball boring? When no, you- right. So this is a guy who wasn't on the phone to begin with. Devon says, so we just get rid of him, move on. So I don't know what that's about, but I'm not wait, wait, wasting my time. Let's go. Lou and Danbury, what's up, Lou? Danbury. What does that mean? Hello, la, la, la. All right, so we got a bunch of idiots today to start us off. Uh, Pete, what's up, Pete? Let's try you, see if you're going to make it any better. 
<laughs> it's literally back to back. The guy right after. Lola. He always he always falls back on Pete and Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of like the old KFNS callers. Does uh, that make any sense? It, it uh, Dave Green at uh, Jennings Obituary, or not Obituary. It is memorial service. Talked about. There was a caller. Uh, was it Sterling? Maybe. Were you, you know, always talk NBA. It was well as Sterling. Yeah. Oh. Oh. How about I come up to the station on Friday? Can I come up and meet you? No. No, that's out. What did he mean by when the guy called you? He wasn't on the phone to begin with. What does that mean? Well, maybe a gentleman who didn't have the dialect of Edwin got through the filter of his producers, and then when they called on Edwin, then handed the phone to... So you remember when he first left WFAN and did his, like... Twitter video show. Yeah, remember well, how his the app didn't go over well, if you recall. That's what. Remember in the app, there's sometimes he would start the show and there was like reverb and like the first like <laughs> minutes yeah. time he was like, like, like Darth Vader. Oh, and he just MF his producers. He'd just throw a producer under the bus. And he wanted all like the nine time. bucks a month or so, didn't he? Oh, nine ninety nine, and wouldn't reveal how many <laughs> subscribers, which shows it's not many. Do you think those weird callers are all part of the attraction of his show in New Absolutely, York? Absolutely, dude. Are you kidding me? That's a huge part of the show. Yeah. That's probably two hours of the four or five he did at New York yeah. was that. I can't imagine what you would not put up with for $5 million a year. I would take every call, just like he did. Yeah, the sure. The Giambi stuff. You know how long he lasted on the Giambi thing? That lasted like a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> They just will not ever stop. I'm not sure you could make any easier money in any business no. than sit there and take phone calls for $5 million a year and, and just talk a little goofiness and a little sports. Is there an easier way to make $5 million than that? Bobby Bonilla has done a pretty good job of it. Yeah. But, but he at Even least had to be a professional athlete. I mean, any Joe Blow can take Matt, go ahead, Matt. What's happening? <laughs> oh. How you doing, Matt? Uh, Mike, sorry. What? Uh what are your thoughts on uh, Saquon Barkley maybe switching to offensive line because there's struggles? Yeah, you know what? Well, listen, you, you know what? I forgot you're off today. You're not in school, so uh, <laughs> I, I start the day with a, with a child with a dumb call Ron to start the day. What, what's the second one? Sorry to waste everybody's time with Ron that. Ron St. James. You know, you can't keep the kids away from the phone. Ron and St. James, what's up, Ron? Oh, oh my God, Mike. That was crazy. Well, that's just a kid who got the phone. It has nothing to do all day. He's bored. You know what? Read a book, kid. No, it's like those producers must have grapefruit-sized ulcers in their stomachs oh, after working with him. I bet God. they get yelled at during the break. Oh, they, would, yeah. they would yell at him during the segment. He said, like, one time they were running around too fast. It made them, like, stressed yeah, out. Yeah, they need to have him stop. Yeah. Child with a dumb call to start the day. What, what's the second one? Sorry to waste everybody's time with Ron that. You know? <laughs> That's an exasperated, stressed-out producer. I... <laughs> destroy Jackson the commercial breaks during balloon He's party. got it coming. Yeah, he does. Yep. I can't believe he keeps coming back for more. But he, he needs to be lost. dressed down. I'm a masochist. I can't believe that anything gets you pain. upset to, to yell at Jackson at a break on that show. <laughs> I'm offering $150 for it. Haven't gotten it, Doug. It'll be Venmo to you immediately. Okay. Yes. So if you do berate me, will you give me a buck fifty afterwards? Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah, maybe this half and half today. No, it's good stuff. It's good. At least, I, at least you really I, like her bullish on it? I am. Right. Do you think that Brock Fultz and Brock Lesnar are going to head on down to the gym to become lifting buddies? Yeah, I think that's probably what will happen. I really do. Because that would be something that would be very important to me. Nick in Pittsburgh. What's up, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh. Western wow. PA. Hey, 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 Mike. Uh, first time caller. Oh, my God. Just get this one going. Get it going. Yeah. First time caller. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to. Uh, I'm usually. I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a diehard Yankees fan. Um, I just. 
you know, tonight was the rough yeah, night. Yeah, you, you know what? I'm done. Come on. I can't even listen to you get the words out. So that's it. Listen, we don't have to take calls, you know, tonight if we don't want to. If we're going to have just whiny guys and just clowns on there, we don't have to take calls. He's like a substitute sure, teacher. We don't have to take calls. I mean, you kind of do have to you take have calls. To, you have nothing you else don't. to do. That one's good. No, we're done. We're talk good. to your favorite horse trainer at Acrobat <laughs> and talk about how much you know the horse. The kick with both legs? Uh, yeah, he does have killer content. Well, you would have to... You would have to have a lot of time to study the sports scene to work in New York. How many professional teams do they have? You'd have five-hour shows, too, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a long time on radio, dude. They got three that's hockey. Long. They got two basketball, two football, two baseball. And you're talking infinite amount of college sports, depending on how low of the totem pole you would like to I don't follow. think they care much about college sports. They don't care about Rutgers? St. No. John's, no. St. John's? John's would probably be the most they care about, but they don't think they care about that. The NFL runs it, man. Jets and Giants. The worst thing, and it works here with the captain's log, because basically cause it tells you all the live spots we have. Um, but base, uh, basically, Barrett started that thing, where he wanted, at the beginning of the show, he wanted it printed out and given to him in his office what you were going to do each segment. And I had a host that I, I couldn't get anything out of him, I would go to him and say, look, i got to give this to Barrett, man. So what are we doing this? i got this guest coming up at right. you know, whatever time. You know, Finn, what are we going to do with these segments? Every day, the same thing. First segment, break down Cardinals. <laughs> segment two, calls. Segment three, calls. Segment four, calls. <laughs> segment five, calls. we we got to do something. And I give it to Barrett. He goes, what is it, nothing but calls? That's all he wants to do. I ask him to help me fill it out, give him ideas, calls, 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 calls. I take pride in the fact that I've developed multiple PDs, APDs, and executive producers. I used to tell Jeremiah Crow, if you don't want my chair, that's a problem. <laughs> that's in the top five clips of all time. <laughs> it really it's got to be. How, oh, God, how I just you start making stuff up. I say Cardinal Talk second, second segment. Cardinal talk, breakdown, pitching rotation, off-season calls, and I just make things up that we're never going to talk about. Yeah. And if he listens to the show and say we didn't talk about it, I don't know. That's what I broke down. That's what I was going to talk about. He right. does what he wants to do. I don't care. Well, you're in a clear on that one. Obviously not. I got fired. No. Oh. <clears throat> well. Melly had his, he had his buddy from Chicago already hired, living in a hotel before he fired me. Nice. Kirkwood Inn. <laughs> ah, that's where he stayed. Library. Right there across from Viani. That's where everybody that's where everybody stayed. I'm sure that's where Fesco stayed before he got in there. Actually, I can confirm that. Yeah. Used to tell me about Van's Tavern, Bob did. Right, right there by it. Mm -hmm. And it took him three days to fire me because I I found out the guy was in the hotel three days. What was he doing there? (laughs) Waiting for me me to get fired and waiting for the other intern to copy all my numbers. You imagine waiting Mm. for someone to get fired just sitting in there and it happened today? Waiting for Iggy to turn his back on his book of numbers. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. <laughs> Wasn't him, was it? <laughs> God, it can't be. He's way too big. No, I, I think if if you follow that era, you know where that producer's at now. Well, Doug, what does that mean? I wouldn't know. That's cryptic. And that's so for cryptic. another show. That's for Pepper and Genie's reboot. Yeah. Exciting. Boys Club! Well, let's just say he's been there for 10 years, and I think he's in there for another 15. Oh, yeah, I remember that story. He's been there for 10 years. And he'll be there for another, another 15. 15. It's like a riddle. Follow that era. It's like a field of study or something. <laughs> it's a little little crumb trail. Right. <laughs> I'm an expert in a certain period of 
American history? Of someone we ultimately have never heard of. <laughs> never. I yeah. know the story, though. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember the guy's name. Well, then how is anyone else supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Swope will text him in about five minutes. Look, Swope is on it. Um, I don't know about that, but I can tell you that I uh, would recommend uh, Glenn Betts Jewelers, Doug. I might go in there. I wonder if my wife's listening. Mm, hello. She, uh, she, she does PLTD. What do you think of that? Does, does, that, does that disappoint you? We, it does, yeah, especially with two kids at home. <laughs> uh, my, my six-year-old really finds the humor to be amusing. Oh, no. Yeah. He does. He legitimately does. I was listening to the uh, Billy Walters book uh, last night, and he was in the car. Big recommendation for that, by the way. That's the book that got a lot of attention a week or two ago with the Mickelson Ryder Cup bets, The Gambler, I believe it's called. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I'm like, God, I can't believe that he's not interrupting or going, can we switch music on or something like that? And then Billy Walters said, and then he held a gun to his head while he was wearing his underwear. And then I heard my son start laughing. Underwear. Like, it's like I got Beavis and Butthead in the backseat. <laughs> he said underwear. <laughs> you bring up those Gilstrap videos. He'll yeah. be entertained for hours. He can hang out with him with a Gilstrap. I think every male in the world finds that kind of humor funny. I want to see oh. what kind of... I don't want to admit it, but they do. It I just is. see what kind of humor is funny. Actually... Bring up Gil Strip and yeah. ask Jameson, six-year-old, and see if he laughs. That's kind of humor and joy. Yeah. I think he actually probably would enjoy it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family, too. They get to know your likes, lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's. GlennBetsJewelers.com, G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, Jewelers.com. Located one mile east to 270 on Manchester and De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. Go to GlennBetsJewelers.com. Jackson, tell the people, if you would, about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Listen. Not only is Mark Hanna a really great communicator, mm. I would describe him as the great communicator. Wow, 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 I've wow. dubbed him as such, and I think uh, the listening audience would agree. Anyone that works with Mark Hanna, including myself, Doug Vaughn, producer Joe, a number of our listeners love working with Mark Hanna because, you know, planning for your future financially can be somewhat daunting. You know, even if you don't know what you're doing, you can really be in a tough spot. But when you work with someone like Mark Hanna, he can put you on the right track to financial success for the future. And ultimately, isn't that what we're all looking for? So you get on the phone with him, do a brief 20, 30-minute call, and he'll make you a custom plan based on your age, your salary, and what you want to be, where you want to be in life. And then if you have to make an adjustment down the road, you can. You'll feel better getting off the phone with Mark than when you got on it. And that, to me, is worth everything. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. It's exactly why you should work with Mark Hanna. Well, the number is 314-889-0503. Or you can go online at evergreenstl.com. It's Mark Hanna. 
Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Jackson and I are going to head down the hallway here, Doug, in about nine minutes. What will happen down there? I don't think they're going to be happy. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't think they're going to be happy. About what? <sighs> Cardinals won last night. What won't they be happy with? Jackson, what won't they be happy with? I'm trying to think. Me. Yeah, yeah. They're seldom happy with me. Yeah, he he weaved in an NBA you did story yesterday. That'll yeah. do it. What NBA story could possibly have come up yesterday? It was the thing we talked about on the show yesterday about Noah Lyles saying that you know, you're calling yourself world champions even though you only won a league's title, you know, kind of thing. Okay. They believe Jackson's trying to indoctrinate them. That's what they believe. Really? Yep. They're, you're grooming people? <laughs> to become basketball fans? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not people open up their minds? Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, open up your mind and enjoy the design air heating and cooling email of the day! Remember, the JV golf coach has already clinched it, but he's in there and he's trying to run up the score. Strode cast for today's show, Category 5, because Tim just brought an impressive storm of knowledge to all of us. But this email is about my first guy-on-guy flesh-touching experience. The golden days of TV detectives. All my buddies were into Barnaby Jones. Not me. He did nothing for me. Too tall, too lanky. So imagine the smile on my face when Uncle Skip's drinking buddy Tony brought his cousin Sammy over. And he was the mirror of Frank Cannon. And by mirror image, I mean a five foot five, half bald guy who was sweating profusely on a 56 degree day. And by smile, I mean the look on my face whilst I slipped multiple appendages in between his drenched butt cheeks. Oh, don't say drenched. Uh, this, this guy's last name is Crank. Oh. And then his first name is Hugh. I've never heard this middle name. Mungus? Ah. Hugh. Mungus Krink. What is that? It's the German. Austrian? Oh, it's German. I think it's German. It's Dutch. Born. I once lived in a flat next to a guy from France while I was living in squalor in Bermuda. And apparently that's the end of the story I thought everyone needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that, Tim? The lipstick lass might have sent in a picture to be the lister of the month. Let me scramble it over to a computer to see if her picture meets the threshold for something I can use later because I've twisted another benign company contest into a deviant ploy. Oh. The listeners' wives have sent nudes and eventually end up depositing last week's groceries into my conveniently installed living room utility sink. Again, I'm enjoying the show. Thanks. That's from I Don't Get It. These stories are much funnier when I told them to the possums. The possums? <laughs> The stories are told to a group of possums? Yeah. I don't get it. I say I don't know my stone. The story you imagine just a bunch of dirty possums sitting on lawn furniture. It's like testing it out at the comedy store. Family of possums. There's a new t-shirt of me sitting there discussing something with a bunch of possums. I'd like to toss my hat in the ring for the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month. Here are my qualifications. For starters, I can hit my driver over 230 yards. And I don't need six attempts to deliver on that promise either. Simulator, rubber tee, turf mat. I only need one swing. Up next, my JV team is off to a tidy little record of 1-1 one and one to start the season. Our squad has already won more matches this year than Fontbonne Bowling did the entire time Iggy coached for crying out loud. 
Obviously, the biggest feather in my cap is the fact that I won the grueling email of the month contest for August. The ability to feed esteemed riders like Doty's golf move and Buck Swope should speak for itself. However, my biggest claim to fame is overcoming the poorly worded compositions of someone named Fat Ho. Oh. This alone should swing the vote in my favor. My one downfall is that I'm not a girl and I did not wear a lipstick in a Cardinal game in June. But I am an Illini fan, like the plow crank, so I'm hoping my tattoo of Ron Zook tongue-kissing Lovey Smith oh, that covers Ron my torso will tip the scales in my direction. Remember, a vote for JV is the right vote for me. That's from the JV Golf Coach. JV <clears throat> Golf Coach. Uh, another home run by Biff today. There's just something so very American about, uh, so very Americana in having a C-suite Country bumpkin billionaire tractor driver dole out hundreds of bucks to pay by the hour hooker in order to force her to communicate with a hard to find radio station operating out of the bottom drawer of a urinal buried in Hubbard's <laughs> server room, oh. hosted by a bunch of guys who immediately make fun of him after hanging up at 7 a.m. <laughs> Nailed it. It's fun to imagine hotel staff trying to explain to other guests why an unidentified high-profile Hoosier man is using their La Quinta business center to make collect calls to a morning drive-time radio show with a drunk hooker blabbering into a conference room phone. Oh. They probably can't help but question why he's been in there for about an hour, presumably hammering out the final details of a bid to take over a rival company by making a call and then just clicking around a lot on the Circa 2015 desktop computer located in the small room near the snack machines while Jane Doe struggles to utter basic words. But he's keeping it remarkably cool, though, all while coaching a roughed-up lady of the night on how to use a cell phone while also pouring over asset valuations in winning the last-minute support of key shareholders. Nope, that's just our lovable Biff doing Biff things. Thanks, that comes from anyone interested in sponsoring my hybrid SEC meteorology podcast. Anyone interested in sponsoring my SEC podcast? He, he's new. <laughs> and finally, Doug, they did it. The Cardinals ended their skid with a dramatic extra innings win to pull within 12 and a half games of the third wild card. And here we go. Today, we've got a busman special on a gorgeous day. This former Cubs manager, Lee Elias, said 85% of the world is work and the other 15% come here. It's a playground for the sea suckers. Oh. And now for the first time, St. Louisans have the opportunity to pair a Cardinal weekday afternoon game with a Doggies weeknight game. I'll be in the green seats for the former and the supporter section for the latter. Huh. Finna be a pony. Now, the JV golf coach has been outstanding this month in the email of the day competition and really should be the overwhelming favorite for the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month. But no, we have to bend over backwards to try and find someone without a penis to give it to, be it some lass that Iggy took a creepy photo of two months ago or some Belgian bartender named Ode. Who's we, by the way? I think it's Ode. <laughs> Pitch out nobody going. Really too bad I wanted to know if Ode has ever been with a woman. It was cute how the guy who hangs out in strip club parking lots to ask strippers out on dates was trying to be a gentleman to protect Ode from Tim's salacious line of questioning. I was sorry to see the Mr. Lixasans come to an end today with that terrible call. 
You don't need to call in just because you bumped into Wayne Gretzky at Schnucks. It's just not that interesting. The only former St. Louis athlete that warrants a phone call simply because you talked to him at a grocery store is Darnell Coles. Doug, that comes from mm. Buck Swope. Nice that's little email, Bucky Swope. For the design air heating and cooling email of the day. Uh, and that's well, what we have. Doug, what do you got? A couple good ones. His, the body of the email wasn't great, but his name was the best. I don't get why the stories were funnier when told to the possums. So I'm going to vote for him. Yeah, the possum guy. Possum kingdom. I don't yeah. get it. These stories are much funnier when I told them to the possums. Is one. Oh. The design, air, okay. heating, and cooling email of the day. And now everybody gets to win by switching over to the 101 ESPN YouTube channel and talking it over. And man. They're just not happy in there. No, I wouldn't think but, they are. But uh, when you get to interact uh, with the TMA listeners, maybe it can lift their spirits. So lift some spirits over on the YouTube channel. That's where Jackson and I are heading right now. Uh, we will uh, be back here tomorrow. Doug, what do you think, about 7.07, I guess? Something like that. Yeah, uh, no earlier, for sure. That's correct. <laughs> Time <laughs> for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk. For Action Jackson, for Kenneth, thank you, for my brother Kevin, for Doug Sullivan, and Tim McCurtis. Ben, Ryan Kelly, morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.